I'm Austin. I'm Bridget. And I'm Lauren. And this is Tipsy Ghouls, a podcast that searches your neck of the woods for the stories that keep you up at night about true crime, conspiracies, and you guessed it, ghosts. So without further ado, let's get started. What's up, spooky hoes? <laughs> What's up, you spooky bitches? <laughs> Hi, spooky bitches. <laughs> Spook group. Hello, and welcome to Tipsy Ghouls. What? Wait. Sorry. The spook the crew. The spooky crew. The spooky crew. The spooky spook. Oh, shake that spooky spook. The spooky spook. Please don't copyright infringement. <laughs> copyright whatever. Yeah, please don't. We don't have that kind of. Is there a song called spooky spook? No, with the. I was uh, saying Laffy Taffy. Oh, 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 oh. Cut that out. <laughs> hey future lauren cut that out (laughs) all right (laughs) um so future lauren cut that out (laughs) we are recording on a full moon yes as we should have planned i know we should have planned this all along honestly yeah this is an accident but i'm glad it happened happy accidents Mm -hmm. happy accidents yes and the first full day of spring (coughs) yes and it's coming up. Is it the first day of spring? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's coming oh. up. Daylight savings time just happened, though. Yes, yeah. And my my little depression my little gone. white witch soul got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> An hour of sunlight and ten more degrees makes the complete difference in my experience of life. Yeah, same. I feel so much better yeah. than normal. Just being able to roll those windows I down, just... and Austin's just like, whatever. I have that. Yeah, it's like, weather. that's cute. Warm just, weather and sunshine I'm waiting all year for it. round. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to get back to 80 degrees every day again. Yeah, it's like, it's been so cold. It's been like 75. I've had to break out my winter jacket. I, I had to wear a jacket today. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like 90 and you're wearing jeans and button-downs. <laughs> like, I can't sacrifice my Instagram pictures. <laughs> It's like six, <laughs> like on your when we came down there for your birthday and you had a denim shirt. Oh yeah, your <laughs> denim jacket. I'm sure okay, you felt fine, but you we were called like, called me hot though, so <laughs> bitch. Sorry. <laughs> we're like sweating our asses off, and you're like, it's a little chilly out here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I I could put on another layer, yeah. honestly. Should I go buy it's a, a scarf? Cold. Honestly, I'm a little chilly. Do you think I should get a jacket? I, my nipples are hard. Let's go warm up somewhere. <laughs> it's only 80 degrees outside. I feel so cold. I'm literally an ice cube. I cut glass. <laughs> my nipples could cut glass right now. I cut glass Austin, it's 95 right degrees. Now. Austin, the heat. Are you just drinking wine straight from the bottle? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm drinking kombucha, so I'm sorry. It technically has alcohol. Oh, well, yeah, pregnant ladies aren't I supposed to drink kombucha. kombucha. What kind is it's it? It's the same one that I got, the like seasonal one. It is. Are you nursing it? No, I just. This is my like. Oh, it's a new one. Fourth one. <laughs> this flavor. Oh. It's blood orange hibiscus rose, but it's seasonal, so I'm trying to drink it while it's here. I'm drinking. It's good stuff. Yes. Good stuff. Water. Classic. <laughs> Can't can't go wrong I'm, with the classic. I'm drinking. I'm drinking Coastal Estates BV Merlot California 2017. Ooh. Um, yeah, I am. Some. I was really really hungover on Sunday, again. <laughs> so otherwise, I probably would have brought something to drink, but I'm still kind of recovering. Like last night, yeah. I was still like my stomach was still upset as I was going to bed. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a rare weekend of not doing anything, and it was amazing besides hanging out on friday it was great i kind of forget that i'm like i think i'm an actual introvert and i'm just a social introvert and just always tired (laughs) like i'm just constantly draining myself but yeah you need to recharge your introvert energies Mm -hmm. by just being alone Mm -hmm. it was awesome from (coughs) from after i left your house on friday to this morning i only saw like my parents for 10 minutes that's it well it's great that's i am so jealous i wish i had a weekend to just literally do nothing i like me tomorrow i feel like i'm busy forever i know me too like that was the one chance i had because every fucking weekend no i'm pissed 
we're so popular <laughs> I'm, what did that. i say before class <laughs> honestly <laughs> yeah austin we were sitting there talking about something and lauren just goes oh my god i'm like shook <laughs> it's like okay i mean me, me too but about no, what shock. <laughs> yeah, shock. honestly i'm shocked i'm like so shocked it's like i mean also me but about what about alaska what <laughs> <laughs> it's a shocking place it is <laughs> I actually Alaska. Alaska. No, I I did a Google search for yeah. in quotations because I know how to Google things. Yes. Crime in Alaska. And according to the Anchorage Daily News, Alaska violent crime rates just continue to grow and grow and grow. So it's becoming That's great. like this, more and more. There's violent. nothing to do there. Awesome. The nights are long, the days are short, the crime is high. I think they're they, Alaska. I don't <laughs> No one quote me on this, but I think that they they have like the six months of darkness up there. I think so. And then like the six months of light. I too have the six months of darkness (laughs) in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think parts of Alaska do have that, where it's like dawn for six months. Yeah, (laughs) you're like okay, great. I'm done with this. It's like, yeah. Could you imagine? Oh my god, fucking daylight. I know people always are like, why do you live in Ohio? But like, why do you live in Alaska? I'm sorry. The last great frontier. The The last frontier. Yeah, but if your circadian rhythms are literally like, I will die if I live here. (laughs) That's how my parents, that's how Uh, Iceland was. And they just got blackout mm, curtains. Yeah. And they would do stuff. I mean, mean, you would still be doing stuff at like 4 a.m. Because it's still light outside. Have you seen the the proposal? They have um, oh yeah, sh- yeah. <laughs> I forgot that I have, wasn't a last. Yeah, and then <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm more worried about the welcome. darkness. Like, how do you function? Well, it's like twilight. Listen, I yeah. would, but I'd be fucking like, lit for the darkness. Oh my god, I would be so lit for the darkness. I'd be like, six months of dark, here we come, hoes. It would Let's be, be partying all night long. <laughs> it's constant night time. Yeah, it's constant happy hours. I would never like. be able to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, I would just be like, be I like, quit my job for six months. <laughs> is it, is it two a.m.? Is it two p.m.? I don't know. I'm at the bar right now. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. It was dark when I came in, and it's dark when I'm leaving. (laughs) Yeah, I would just live with no concept of time. Nope. Like, nothing at all. Like, what year is it? I don't even know. (laughs) Is it still Tuesday? No, sir. It's Saturday. What? Oh, shit. Oh, God. The sun hasn't moved from the (laughs) sky. It hasn't been just an hour. No, it's been three days, sir. Oh, oh shit. Oh, no. Sir, <laughs> so no. you've been at the bar sir, for a month. You've been nursing the same with hour asleep. for a month. You were asleep in booth 12 for five days. <laughs> for 18 years. That's been 32 That years. bathroom's been closed for 40 years. <laughs> I'm sorry if you live in Alaska. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's really pretty. Yeah. I just... Yeah, if you like it up there, then that's great. It's made for people like you. It's just not made for people with seasonal depression. Nope. Me. (laughs) Yes. But, so. (laughs) Yes, anyway. What did we talk about at the beginning of this? Um, I think last time. Last time we just gave, like, an intro to what we were doing. In life, or? (laughs) Well, we already did that. Oh, let's let's go ahead and. (laughs) Wait, what's wait, what? What? <laughs> so you already gave an intro on what we're doing in life, so I don't know, we can this is we had to like explain the this process. This week's last topic time. This week's topic is Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's light for six months, dark for six months, and everyone's depressed. <laughs> the crime rate's constantly growing and we don't know when it's gonna stop. Stick around <laughs> for this week's story of Alaska. Perfect. Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> That's great. But yes, we are talking about Alaska. So um, per our plan, we have one conspiracy theory, one true crime story, and one ghost story from the sure great do. state of Alaska. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we can just jump right into it. Yeah, let's get to. into it. Who wants okay. to go first let's this week? Who wants to go first? I don't know. I don't know. I just asked. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you. I wish we had a three-way call. Who went first last week? <laughs> I went first last week. 
Okay. I can go first. Should I go first? Oh. Okay, you want to go first? Sure. You go first. Okay. How about you go first? Okay. You, go, you do. Go for it. Okay. Go for it. You got this. <sighs> All right. <laughs> My topic for this week for Alaska is HARP, also known as High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. So this is one of the... I have I hadn't heard of it before now, but one of the top conspiracy theory theories um, that conspiracy theorists love talking about. Um, so this was definitely the first thing that came up when I googled Alaska conspiracy theories, and this is basically a big plant with a bunch of antennas that are shooting shit into the air, and um, <laughs> yeah, what kind for a of long shit? time <laughs> for a long time it was closed off. Which is, I think, why all the conspiracy theories started. So, it's kind of like the size of the Air Force Base. You can drive all around it, but no one can get inside. And the main thing that you can see is this huge field of antennas. So, these are very, very thick boys. (laughs) Very thick, (laughs) tall antennas that are perfectly spaced in a grid that span I think they said like 200 acres or something like that and for a long time no one really knew what happened here I mean they knew that they were studying the earth's atmosphere but that's pretty much the extent of what the public was allowed to know so this place was funded by the air force um, other branches of the military and some other privately owned things I think um something called DARP, which I'm not sure what that was, but funded by a lot of big power. So that also fueled into the conspiracy theories about this place. And um, when I was researching it, I found out that a lot of the conspiracy theories existed before 2014. So 2014 is when the Air Force pulled its funding out of HARP and it kind of became up to public grabs um, to one, take over this technology and um, to learn about what they're doing there. So in 2014, a college in Alaska took over the air, the the, really the entire facilities and continued the research. So basically what the facility does is study the ionosphere of the earth which is part of the atmosphere that surrounds us. It's pretty high up, and it's a layer of charged particles that determine how the sun interacts with our Earth and how, like, solar flares are processed, and it's also the space where a lot of radio waves travel through. So, apparently... The, the documented um, use for this is to just shoot some some energy into the ionosphere and just study how it comes back. And it's it's harmless apparently, they claim. Sure, sure it is. And we're just gonna we're just gonna, you know, study how it reacts so that we can learn more about the ionosphere and how to transmit messages through it and things like that. Which seems Lies. like yeah. Like, I don't know <laughs> about you, but it seems like, why would the military want to fund that and so many mm-hmm. other large right. powers? Hmm. So, anyway. That sounds the, like a conspiracy of brewing to me. <laughs> yes. So, that's the basically accepted information. And that's what anyone talking about HARP will be like, no, no, they're just studying the ionosphere. <coughs> so, the conspiracy theory about this place is that this technology can control the weather. It can create national disa- natural disasters all over the world um, and even can induce mind control, which is a little far-fetched in my opinion. Hmm. <laughs> but um, I feel like there are some at least conclusions based in science around the weather and the natural disasters stuff. So a lot of the videos I've been watching are people debunking these conspiracy theories. And what they're explaining is that this ionosphere is good if it's 
if it's fully formed and it's functioning correctly, it's pretty good at transforming the rays of the sun into energy that the earth can use or not maybe not to use but it's has a hand in letting some of the energy into earth from the sun so this is the layer that it heats up if there's a solar flare and it has a big impact on the heat of the world and how much energy is coming into the world yes very interesting so you'd think if you were shooting this ionosphere one from the opposite angle that it's supposed to be shot at with energy that maybe that would probably do something (laughs) to the heat of the earth right (laughs) i mean this is very complicated science so i definitely am probably not explaining it well i'm sure that there's other science out there that would make more sense um if you really want to deep dive into it but they're basically mimicking what solar flares do on a quote-unquote small scale and they I just watched a video where a guy explained, you know, how this couldn't possibly make a dent in the the heat of the earth. It would be like trying to heat up a river with like a hairdryer or something. But even if it's a small amount of heat from a direction and method that the ionosphere is not used to absorbing over time, that should statistically make a difference. Right. So this conspiracy theory is that um, either accidentally or on purpose, the theory is that this place has a large hand in a lot of the natural disasters that have been occurring recently and global warming and creation of superstorms, which in turn I think is also created by global warming. I don't know if I believe so much in the mind control thing, um, but we did watch a video. That is a little extreme. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we did watch a video where people were wearing tin on their heads when they went to visit. Probably as a joke, <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Um, and one of the biggest things that I found while researching, which I thought is interesting, which is one of my favorite conspiracy theories, but it's also kind of real, is that um, it's hard to research stuff like this on the internet because now that it's been quote-unquote debunked, or people have brought, no, this is the real, this is actually what's happening, like bringing facts to the surface about it. Whenever you Google harp conspiracy theories, you get all of these articles that have conspiracy theory in their title. They have harp in their title, and it's saying, you know, conspiracy theories are being debunked by the facts about harp, things like that, which a lot of these titles aren't even that well thought out they just put conspiracy theory in it on purpose so that when you search for it you can't find any of the conspiracy theorists and you can't find any of the findings that any of the people that believe this have actually put on the internet because it's clouded up by all this other information that google is giving to you and it's things like nbc and the new york times and things like that are just putting out these like little articles like, oh, Harp is now open to the public, so conspiracy theorists don't have anything to talk about anymore. <gasps> Things like that. Mm. And that is literally all I could find. Even on YouTube just now, the one that I tried to watch was this scientist guy being like, well, conspiracy theories have said this, but they're wrong. And he put conspiracy theory in his title. And my theory about the internet is that people know now how to bury things like that. Just like Ariana Grande. Yes. Just like the reason that Ariana Grande released a song called Boyfriend. So that when you search Ariana Grande Boyfriend, her song comes up instead of her dating history. And there's also theories like Walt Disney. Um, There's a theory that his head is frozen somewhere. So now when people search Walt Disney Frozen. (laughs) I'm over there with a wine bottle. (laughs) Now when people search Walt Disney Frozen, (laughs) they find the movie. (laughs) Exactly. So that's my theory of what has happened to all of this. Because I feel like I, even though this was on the top of the list of a bunch of conspiracy theory lists of things to look into, I could not find like the normal conspiracy information I wanted to find. Like, I don't know what findings people have to back up these claims. It has to be something if it's 
one of the most talked about things. And they're like, well, people were just worried about it because they could they didn't know what was happening. Like, okay, but you don't know what's happening in most things. So <laughs> really, I don't trust that. And this brings me back also to um, the base of... <laughs> I'm going to sound crazy. <laughs> the flat earth. Yeah, the base no, of... No, 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 no. <laughs> the base of the flat earth society is that if your information is coming from one source, you should definitely at least question it. And all of this information is coming from the government just oh we just decided to release what we're doing here and it's just studying the ionosphere so here's the science and now you guys don't have anything to talk about Hmm. and all of these people like the guy that we were just watching a video of he uh started to say like well some people are just confused about the science and they just don't understand it like i think you just are too gullible and you should probably question I agree. Question when the government tells you something that they might not be telling you the truth because, oh, and this is another interesting part. The original guy (coughs) that built the facility um, was working in an oil company and he um, got a patent for this technology and built this um, facility. And the original patent had some pretty insane stuff in it, like claiming they could create layers of like plasma to interfere with um, communication from other militaries and like things that even this guy was like there's some pretty crazy claims in this patent like this was a real patent this isn't just like some guy on the internet claiming that this technology like he had to prove somehow that he could do this with this technology in order to get a patent I would think and it wasn't that long ago it was within the last 50, 60 years, I believe. So hmm. just a very interesting cover-up slash potential story. Um, but it seemed like a really cool place to visit. I think you can get tours now. So if we're ever in Alaska. That is interesting. Yeah, we'll have to go visit and wear our tin hats. Well, that was very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I never knew about uh, that. Yeah, I feel like there wasn't a lot of information, but just the fact of it existing I yeah feel like it's interesting sketchy yes sketchy okay who's going next you me <laughs> yeah okay um so i was in the middle last week so this is all very um okay <laughs> shocking <laughs> i'm shocked <laughs> Um, so I originally was going to do a topic that was pretty political and I decided I didn't want to get political this early into the podcast. So maybe I will revisit it later when we're in some of the (laughs) other states that are longer later on in the alphabet. Yes. So I was just kind of Googling around. Like I said, now I know how to Google things to get topics that I want. And I came up with the serial killer, Robert Hansen. And I knew his name sounded familiar before. And as soon as when I was reading through the stories of the victims, um, I knew it came to me that my favorite murder did it a couple weeks ago. But whatever. Who cares? I'm just going to do it, too. <laughs> They're more famous than we will ever be. So. Right. <laughs> Don't lose hope. It's only our second episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So, like I said earlier, Alaska violent crime rates just continue to grow and grow year after year. Um, but that is now, (laughs) I forgot where I was going with that, whatever. Okay. Cut that out, Lauren. (laughs) So (laughs) this is a story of serial killer Robert Hansen, AKA the butcher baker. He abducted, raped, and killed at least 17 women from 1971 to 1983 when when he was arrested and sentenced to 461 years in a life sentence without the possibility yeah. of parole. What that dude. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Um, so I'm just going to start talking about his general early life, a quick overview, and then I'm going to go into more about the victims because I don't think that serial killers should be glorified and it should be the victims because those are the people who are affected the most by these gross people. 
So, Hansen was born in 1939 in northern Iowa in a town called Estherville with a population that now has a little less than 6,500, so it's pretty small. So, as a child, he was very shy, skinny, and he had really awful acne that resulted in attractive girls his age shunning him, and all of this basically started his patriarchal bullshit, and he started to harbor fantasies of revenge against them. So, basically, because they didn't like him, he thought it was okay to hack these revenge plans against them and later on kill women how it normally starts <laughs> right <laughs> rejection from a woman I, I, oh yeah <laughs> which is such bullshit so basically in his early li- early life he has this that typical serial killer loner behavior he had a difficult relationship with his father which most of them most of them usually do he took up archery and hunting and he found refuge in these activities if that gives you any detail of what he's going to be doing later in life In 1957, he enlisted in the reserves, but he was discharged a year later. He worked as a drill instructor for the Pocahontas, Iowa police. And then on December 7th, 1960, he was arrested for the first time for burning down Pocahontas, for burning down a Pocahontas County Board of Education school bus garage. He spent two months in jail and was diagnosed with bipolar disorder while during his stay the psychiatrist who made the diagnosis noted that Hansen had an infantile personality and was obsessed with taking revenge against people he felt had wronged him. Hmm. And uh, the later years after that, he was in and out of jail until he was convicted of assault. And then, oh wait, sorry. <clears throat> so for the next few years, he was in and out of jail and for petty theft And then in 1972, Hansen was convicted of assault, and he was placed on a work release program after serving six months in prison. Hmm. So in 1976, he then pleaded guilty to larceny after he was caught stealing a chainsaw from an Anchorage department store. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So you could see he was clearly escalating. Yes. And he was sentenced to five years in prison and and was required to receive psychiatric treatment for his bipolar disorder. And the Alaska Supreme Court reduced his sentence and was released with time served. And that is just a quick overview of what his life was before the investigation started. So when the investigation actually started um, in 1982, two off-duty police officers were out hunting for wild game. And they actually made the discovery of some partial bones of a woman buried in a shattered grave. And they also found bones scattered around the surrounding area. So, obviously, these bodies were um, dragged off and, you know, mutilated by wild game that was out there. So, a lot of, so a lot of the bodies were not together. And they also found a two twenty three caliber bullet casing. The victim was bound and blindfolded at the time of death and was shot three times. She was identified as Sherry Morrow, and she was basically an exotic dancer, and so he was, obviously, this person that killed her was taking advantage of the fact that she was a sex worker, which is, you know, all too familiar. Mm -hmm. And the police were looking to see if anyone else in that community had disappeared under similar circumstances, just because this one was so brutal that they were scared that okay, well, this person did this. What's going to stop it from doing it again? And so they inspired the police officers to take a look at cold case files. Um, A couple years before Morrow's body was found, construction workers found the partial remains of a woman buried in a shallow grave. Um, She was never identified, so they dubbed her Eklutna Annie. I think I'm saying that right. (laughs) And nobody ever came forward with information about her. And just the similarities between these two bodies that they found just made the police overall just very scared and thought that Sherry and Annie's cases were connected. And they were all victims from the beginning because everyone preyed on these girls, like the exotic dancers and the sex workers, including the bar owners and pimps. So several dancers reported seeing the same man and provided police with a physical description. And then they fa- police found a third body fa- in a gravel pit near where the Jane Doe at Glutna Annie, Annie's body was found. So mm. she was identified as Joanna Messina. Um, she was a canary worker. Well, I, 
don't know what that is. Um, but she was shot and killed with a 22, not a 223. And two more women vanished and were never seen or heard from again. So, Jesus. Um, there were blindfolds at the crime scenes, so they were buried with the blindfolds on them. And this told a lot about the killer. They police kind of came up with that he was a sexual sadist who wanted complete control, and he wanted pleasure from his victim, or he gained pleasure from his victim's fear and pain, and disposed of their bodies in isolated areas in Alaska. So they just kept finding more and more bodies. Um, Nine months later after that, the truck, a trucker found a frantic handcuffed woman running in the road and someone with a gun ducked out of sight. The trucker took her to a nearby hotel where she was safe and called the Anchorage police. The police found, came and saw her. She was 17 year old. She was a 17 year old, but she was still in handcuffs and just an absolute shock. She told the, oh my gosh, wait. I heard this story before. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, she was propositioned by a red-haired man in his 40s the night before, and she confessed that to that she accepted his offer to have sex. So, once inside the man's car, she said the man pulled a gun on her. He kidnapped her, handcuffed her, and told her if she cooperated and did what he wanted she wouldn't be harmed so he held her hostage in a basement filled with mounted heads of animals he brutalized her for hours sexually assaulted her she told the police police he was going to fly her to his cabin in the woods promising to release her if she cooperated so once at the airport the kidnapper shoved her in a small plane and began loading supplies and this is the part that's just like so amazing that this girl thought to do this is she was only 17 the second she turned his back she made her escape and she left her shoes in the plane to say that she was there to corroborate her account and so the investigators took her back to the airfield to the plane and she identified it um and so the police knew that it was owned by robert hansen a a 50 year old avid hunter and local businessman he also owned a well-established bakery, had lots of friends, went to church, hence his name, the Butcher Baker. And by all accounts, he was an upstanding member of the community. So, obviously, the police went to go question him. Yeah. And Hansen was so mad and said that she was trying to get money out of him. And it just basically turned into a he said, she said kind of thing, even though there, were, there was her shoes. And luckily, they... Um, they still kind of stayed on him after the, cause sorry. Okay. So it became into kind of a, he said, she said case, and there was no real evidence other than the fact that her shoes were in there. But, um, so the prosecutor dropped the case three months later, Alaska state troopers discovered another set of remains, um, coming back to Paula Goulding saying that she was shot by a 223 caliber bullet so same as the first victim and initially the police didn't link those cases but the use of the be- of the <laughs> bullet helped them realize that they were dealing with a serial killer and who was taking mm. advantage of these exotic dancers which is disgusting yeah um. so they started looking back onto Robert Hansen's past and they found out all the things that he was abused as a child, had very low self-esteem. He had very few friends, ridiculed by his peers. He received advanced training as a military police officer. And he was actually known to frequent prostitutes while he was in the Army. So basically, they pulled him up, got all of his run-ins with the law. He... Sorry. I told you this is like really last minute. (laughs) (laughs) So they, the police believed that his low self-esteem would drive him to live in a place like Alaska just because Mm -hmm. it's so, a lot of it's very barren. And I know that you have to take planes from certain cities to go to other places. And his former neighbor told investigators he loved the thrill of the hunt and was always looking for the bigger hunt. Mm -hmm. And he was an avid trophy hunter. 
So Hanson's weak point was women because he was unsuccessful with them and he hunted where most of the victims were found. So Mm. the police were thinking, you know, it's kind of like the most dangerous game. That book we all had to read where they were hunting humans. They think that he was doing that. That's terrible. So he would literally sexually assault them, abuse them, and then torture them with the fear that they were being let go. But he would hunt Hunt them down and kill them. Oh, so he's a shitbag. Yeah, yeah. Major shitbag. Shitbag number one. (laughs) Is he still alive? No, so he died in jail in 2014. So the list of his suspected victims were Lisa Futrell, Malai Larson, Sue Luna, Tammy Peterson, Angela Federn, Teresa Watson, Delyn Frey, Paula Goulding, Andrea Altieri, Sherry Morrow, the Eklutna and Annie, Joanna Messina, Horseshoe Harriet, Roxanne Eastland, Celia Van Zatten, Megan Emmerich, and Mary Phil. So those are all the people that the police suspected, but he only was charged with four murders. Sherry Morrow, Eklutna Annie, Joanna Messina, and Paula Goulding. So... He got, again, like I said, he got sentenced to 461 years and a life sentence without the possibility of parole. So awesome that he's going to be, that he was in jail forever. And I'm pretty sure that he lived until, like, he died in, like, 2014. So, um, and I'm getting most of my information from this website called Military Justice for All. And I guess that there is a ID um, show called Hunting Humans, Ice Cold Killers. And his oh. is on, his episode is season one, episode one. Man. So I didn't get to watch it because, I don't know, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Because <laughs> I just didn't. Because <laughs> um, this was a kind of a last minute topic change since I didn't want to get political. Mm-hmm. So the end of this article is just the most shocking to me. He's. It says on military justice for all. This is an article that was written by. No one. It doesn't say the article from military justice for all said Robert Hansen chose prostitutes because they will go anywhere for anything. And when they disappear, no one cares the words from him. Mm. He admitted he controlled the game t- from the point of a- abduction. He was a predator and they were prey. He killed Eklutna Annie first, then he abducted Sherry Morrow. He took most of his victims to his remote cabin and brutalized them for hours before he stripped them naked, blindfolded them, and then released them into the woods. He turned them loose, gave them a head start, and hunted them down. He was a trophy hunter. He then collected things off the girl so he could relive the events. Robert's killing spree lasts 12 years in Alaska. He confessed to 17 killings, but it is believed they had many more victims, and he eventually led police to 15 grave sites that were unknown to investigators. Unfortunately, unfortunately, investigators only recovered seven bodies since there was a lot of, you know, when he was out hunting, there's a lot of other wild animals too. Mm-hmm. So there's shitbag Robert Hansen, and I had no idea that there was a serial killer in Alaska yeah. until... I saw that and then I just think it's amazing that the girl that they found in the plane was just so smart to leave her shoes in the plane and go get help and and lead the police to him because if she hadn't done that Mm -hmm. he would have gone on for a while probably that's a really good idea like secretly leaving your DNA places like if you were stuck somewhere right that's a really good idea do you ever think about that do you ever think about how, like, your hair falls out when you're somewhere and you're like, DNA is going to be there for a little while or like. Well, I always like, think about. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of this is kind of like really fucked up. But when we were in Puerto Rico or when I was in Puerto Rico a couple years ago for school, um, a girl goes, do you ever when you're just walking out of a store, just clear the hair out of your face and just look at the cameras just in case you get abducted or something, and that's the last thing, the last place that someone sees you on security footage. Oh my and I gosh. said no, but now I do. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm gonna do that now. So now I always do that whenever I'm walking to you know, like Walmart, Target, anywhere. I always like 
look yeah. into the <laughs> camera that's real quick. A, that's a good idea. So I know exactly where I am. Like Just the Walgreens one. We're watching you. Like, hello. Hi. My name is Bridget. Oh, my name is Lauren Duke. Yeah, Hold like up your ID. Yeah. I- <laughs> I always look into those cameras anyways just because it's like that childish thing where you're like there I am on camera and I was like how do I look and then you oh my god it's like when you go out in public and you think to yourself oh I look so cute and then you go to the target checkout oh camera you're like oh my god why is that the worst I camera like ever monster. Every time. never looked good in that camera <laughs> I look like a troll who just crawled out from under the bridge yeah all right, Austin. All right, are we ready for mine? Yes. I'm ready to get spooky ready for scared. Ghost. Here ready we for the go. Ghost All right, so I am doing the Golden North Hotel Ooh. in Skagway, Alaska. Skagway. Ooh. What a glamorous place. Skagway, Alaska. <laughs> so my sources for this are the National Park Services and atlasobscura.com. And oh, my gosh, I follow their Instagram. Please don't come after me. So, uh, the Gordon, Gordon, the Golden North Hotel was built in 1898 at the height of the gold rush, providing accommodations to some of the 1,000 prospectors passing through the city every week. It wasn't officially turned into a hotel until 1908. Um, they actually, so the original structure was moved to its current location where it sits now, uh, in, in 1908 when it was turned into a hotel. Um, so once it was completed, uh, they added another story to it and in an effort to bring the three stories instead of two stories, they added the addition of a golden dome to the top of it. So, um now has a golden dome on it i guess you know cool so there's two different stories cool. um one story is not that big of a story but the other story is like kind of the main stories for the ho- story for the hotel so the first story is um that in room 14 indiv- individuals who s- have stayed there and the housekeeping staff and other people have claimed to see strange lights coming from the room um, the lights are pretty evident at night uh, and in the early morning before it dawns. Uh, so some of them, some people claim that it's like a sparkle. Some claim that it's like just a regular orb. Uh, but that's just like kind of a general claim for room 14 and it's always there. I don't know. Could be headlights. Don't quote me on that. But the main story... I, I have no clue. Um, so the main story for this, the second and most popular story, is um, that about a prospector and his fiance. So the prospector, his name is Ike, and his fiance's name was Mary. And in the early days of the hotel, um, while prospecting for gold, uh, it's believed that Mary's fiance, Ike, um, was doing really well in the area so he brought mary over so that she could stay in the hotel and uh kind of spend some time with him so she re- um she arrived to the area and he reserved a room for her in the grand hotel uh they spent some time together and he went back to prospecting um, promising to return to her soon so the room that she stayed in was room 23 and this is where the claims are founded on now so everything is around room 23 so uh while she was while he was away while ike was away prospecting she developed pneumonia and as her sickness progressed uh she laid patiently in her room waiting for ike to return uh eventually her pneumonia overtook her and she passed away poor mary yeah so um a lot of people claim that when she passed away, she was wearing her wedding dress. Some people claim that um, she a woman there's, in white. there's a few different yeah there's a few different stories that surround Mary. But the main thing is she died of pneumonia and she died waiting for Ike to return to her. Oh, so um, sad. Yeah. So he's also known Ike is also known by Klondike Ike. That's like his nickname, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he's not really that important to the story. Mary's the main character here. So um, several, several individuals 
um, claim that when they have stayed in the room, um, they wake up with the feeling of being choked. And some people argue that it could be that, like, Mary's angry and she's choking them, but a lot of people think that it's, like, the feeling of pneumonia, like, ghost pneumonia taking over them. Ghost pneumonia. Um, Ghost pneumonia, (laughs) yeah, you know. Um, So... They say that she still haunts the building to this day, and although the reportings of, uh, quote, scary Mary very widely... Scary uh, Mary? Scary Mary, yeah. Uh, She's seen roaming the halls, um, waiting for her fiancé, staring out the windows, looking for him, uh, mysterious noises and feelings of blasts of cold cold air um, come from room 23. Um... And then, of course, that feeling of guests waking up in the middle of the night, uh, feeling like they're choking, whether it's from Mary physically choking them with her ghostly hands or actual pneumonia, like ghost pneumonia. Um, the new many pandemic, see ghost this, pneumonia. Ghost, ghost pneumonia, the new trend. Pandemic. Sickness trend. The, the new sickness trend in sickness is ghost pneumonia. <laughs> Do you remember that? What's the guy's name from SNL? Um, oh, uh, Stefan. Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. The newest the latest pandemic trend is in star. illness. Ghost is pneumonia. Ghost pneumonia. It has everything. Um, phantom so- phlegm. <laughs> oh my gosh. A phantom phlegm. Um, so many people say that they've woken up with um, seeing her figure standing in the hallway or standing in the room. Others have said that they've seen um, her silhouette staring out of the window, watching for uh, watching Klondike pass, which is right outside the window, I guess, uh, waiting for Ike to return. Um, and then while the building is still there the building still sits there you can visit it at in anchorage or not anchorage in skagway alaska today uh it closed down in 2002 and so you can't rent out rooms there anymore um but they have turned it into stores so people can shop there now um but also while you are there if you look up on the third floor you can see room 23 on the northwest corner of the building and presumably room 20 or room 14 is on the second floor um but you can no longer stay there you can kind of just go shop there if you want to in skagway alaska and that is the kind of quick story that i have of the golden north hotel in skagway alaska i don't care that it's closed i want to (laughs) go i'm gonna say it we're going to go ghost hunting We're gonna in Skagway. We're going to go ghost hunting in Skagway. <laughs> Skagway. That sounds very interesting. I feel bad for Mary. She's probably lonely. She's probably so lonely in the afterlife just waiting for her husband. Yeah. Maybe her cho- that choking feeling is just her hugging you because she's lonely. <laughs> she's just like squeezing too hard. Or yeah, she's let's pissed. believe that. <laughs> oh, I went the other way. Yeah. Or she's just pissed that she died. <laughs> Without like, Damn it, I never got married. You're not Ike. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and her Boston accent. accent. <laughs> you're, my, you're not Mike. Get the fuck out of here. You're not Mike. Get your ass out of there. <laughs> We're sorry, Mary. Don't haunt us. Well, that was very Please good, Austin. God, Thank don't. you. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah. Are we ready to call it? I think so. <laughs> Lots of interesting things yes, in Alaska. Yes, very interesting things in Alaska. Next week is... <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas. Yes. Kansas. Yes. Okay, America fun. Explain. Okay, I don't know anything about Arkansas. I mean, either. I barely even know where it is. Other than that vine that's like, this is Kansas. Why is this not Arkansas? <laughs> <laughs> I am confusion. <laughs> it's, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's a gold rush place, so I'm... Feel like we'll find oh, some good cool. Stuff, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, good. there's some good ghost I definitely stuff. know there's some good ghost towns there that I'm excited to look into. Yeah. I've already started looking into it. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Fun. I've always wanted to visit an abandoned town. If you find like, one, like a legitimate abandoned ghost town. Yeah. Like, not just that, like, we built this ghost town for fun. <laughs> yeah. But, like, a legitimate, a bit like, people lived their fucking lives. And then there, all and just then left. They, and then mm-hmm. everyone got up and left one day. Yeah. yeah. 
You know what's creepy is that under Caesars Creek is a town. They yeah. just like flooded the town and make Caesars Creek. I I wonder really? if you swam to the bottom. Not that you can do that, but in theory, if you swam to the bottom, there were like roads and shit down there. Probably. It's crazy. Probably. Do you think there were like couches floating up to the top every now and again? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's crazy. I have to look into that. Yeah. When Ohio rolls yeah. around, got a lot of ideas. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Well, that has been the Alaska episode. So if you uh, are here with us for episode number two, stick around for episode number three. You can follow us on Instagram at Tipsy Goals Podcast. And then everywhere that our podcast is available is on our link tree on our Tipsy Goals Podcast Instagram. Yes. Link tree. And if you have any spooky stories about where you come from or your state that you want us to read or you want us to cover, go ahead and give us an email. We are at tipsy ghoul at, <laughs> we are tipsy ghouls podcast at gmail.com. And if it's a really good story, you could be like a guest on it. Maybe if you have a good story to tell, Oh, we could feature yeah. you. Yeah. yeah we'll read it. We'll read it on the podcast. And in the meantime, remember, uh, don't wear your wedding dress on your deathbed. <laughs> Don't disrespect sex workers. And don't forget to wear your tinfoil hats. <laughs> and Leave it on. Hershey kissed that bitch. Bye, That was guys. a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. fucking lit boy uh, a star is born is like ugly crying like it's not like oh <laughs> it's like what the fuck did you just do to me <laughs> <laughs> you ruined my Aww. life <laughs> i honestly i'm gonna finish this and i think i might go buy another bottle of wine from target after we're done recording